You're listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio, from the word to life. Jeff, good morning to you, man. I was so excited when you had texted over and and you took, you know, a little bit. You you said, I'm going to think about what we're going to do. And then suddenly you were like, hey, how about we do the call of Jeremiah? And I just love that story. I love that, man. Uh, Oh, thank you for this. Yeah, yeah. You, you, You know, Rabbi Paul wrote, he said, I beseech you to present your bodies living sacrifices. You know, most of the time when a sacrifice is placed on the altar, the purpose is to take the life of the sacrifice. God's living sacrifice is the one case where the purpose is to put life in, not take it out. And and, and Jeremiah is an example of that. Um, the first verse describes him, it says he was of the priests of Anatot. And so you, you find who, who they are, if you go to First Kings chapter two, where uh, where the high the the, the high priest at the time uh, was involved in kind of a, a, a an intrigue to put Adonijah on the throne of Israel as as David was dying in in, in place of Solomon, and so he was exiled. Uh, he was a descendant of Eli high priest in the time of Samuel who had two corrupt sons uh, whom Eli didn't uh, didn't straighten out and didn't correct and so because of that they were God prophesied that that line of priests would be removed from the high priesthood and so it was actually carried out by Solomon in first Kings 2 and Jeremiah was descended from that line and you can imagine all the feelings, all the senses of of rejection and inferiority, and uh, you know, he, who knows? He he might have been the one if the if 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 the line hadn't been exiled, he might have been the high priest. We we don't know, but he certainly he certainly would would have been a priest. And so he feels rejected, forgotten, forlorn, inferior, uh, you know, tainted. Um, and then, and, and and God calls him to to prophesy, and and so we we find in the in the fourth verse, he says, "Devar Adonai, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, before I formed you in the womb." And that word that word used there, that verb to form, uh, is is a, is from the verb yatsar, which means to form, to shape, but the that the way it occurs here, it's in the imperfect tense. It's sorcha, and uh, and it it, it 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 is the imperfect tense carries the sense of of action that's ongoing. It's not just one act, and so it shows process, and it is the sense of. I mean, God has the ability. We talk about the fact that God took six days to create to create the world but he could have done it in, in, in just in one one step you know but he he took his time because that's the way God does things he takes his time he works in process he loves the feel of his fingers on our lives and so here God said the, the sense that's conveyed here is God massaging 
Jeremiah's life into shape and into form. And he's just taking his time, and you can just you get the sense that he's really enjoying the sensation that God loves. God is love. God loves us, and so he loves. It's very, very much like like a parent takes a child and and puts his arm around around the child and puts his hand on the head of the child, and he just loves that connection. He loves that contact, and so here we, you you get that sense from God that. Before I was forming you, or as I was forming you, he said, the whole sense is I put a lot of thought into you, Jeremiah. You're no accident. Lord, I haven't forgotten you. I know the family background. I know the, 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 the sins and the errors and the mistakes of, of, of the past. But he said, I took my time forming you. I remembered you. And he said, before I formed you in the womb, yedaticha. Here, the verb, the verb, the verb yada, the verb to know, um, means more than just cognitive data, just kind of stored in it, stored in, in our brains. Um, it, it is, it is relational. It is, it is personal. And he, and and here the here the the the, the verb tense is is the perfect tense, which here sees the action of the verb as one point on a timeline, making it very decisive. It means that I was paying close attention to you. That, that you're no, that, that Jeremiah is thinking, I'm some kind of accident of history. I'm a freak. I'm descended from this tainted line, family line, family tree. But Jeremiah, I took my time forming you, and I really know about you. I put incredible thought. I put an eternity of thought into shaping your life. And I know all about you. I know your pain. I know your discouragement. I know your fear. I know all the things, the inferiority complexes, the senses of rejection. I know all about that, and I've got it. I've got your back here, and I, I knew you. And then before I brought you forth, he says, I, I waited till the right time. You know, Galatians says that in the fullness of time, God brought forth his son made of a virgin, made under the law, that God picked the perfect time. You know, we, this, uh, just, just, just this week has been the Feast of, of, of Purim. And, 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 uh, and the critical point in, in that, which is, the, of course, the story of Esther. And the, the critical point there, Esther's saying, the king hasn't called me in 30 days. And the law says you don't just walk into the presence of, of the king on your own. He's got guards there that are ordered to, to hack to pieces anybody who gets within a certain range of, of the king because it could be an assassin. And the king hasn't called me, and the only way that I'm that I will be safe is if he extends his his scepter. I'm frightened to go. And Mordechai's response to that is, "Who knows whether God has brought you to the kingdom for such a time as this? And God has brought us, those of us who are on the earth right now in the United States, in this city, are here not by." Actually, but God put an exquisite amount of thought into our lives, and he's brought us to this kingdom, his kingdom, for such a time as this. And that's what God is saying to Jeremiah. Before I 
before I brought you forth. I waited for everything to be just right. Hikdashticha, I sanctified you. Jeremiah, you're saying, I'm so inferior, I'm tainted, I'm corrupted, I'm from this horrible line. Well, look at look what my forefathers did. You, you, you can read the story in 1 Samuel about, the, about, about Eli's corrupt sons. And yet, God says, I've made you holy. That's the only way anybody is holy. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. How do we get that clean? If we confess our sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we confess our sin, that Greek verb hamalageo means to agree. Hamalagation, that term comes from that, that, that verb. And he says, he says if, 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 if we agree, we agree, and it's a sin, it's, it's my sin, I, I did it. If we confess our sin, he's faithful, he's consistent. And he's just. He, it's the right thing for him to do because he's, he's made atonement. He sent the Messiah to die for us. He's faithful and just to forgive us our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And God says, I've made you holy. <laughs> you know, despite what you did, despite the past, there's a new beginning. This is a new day that has, been, that has dawned for you, Jeremiah. And, and I, I have gifted you. Netati, uh, I've gifted you. I've, made, I've given you a present to be a prophet. Lord, look. Rabbi Jeff, we were talking about sanctification, how God sanctifies us, right, Kelly? Right, Jeff. Oops, Oop, turn my microphone on. <laughs> that was just a human error there, Jeff. Sorry. Um, Jeff, go ahead. Now, let's pick back up where we left off. I apologize for that little glitch. We've got a little thingamabob going on with our phone system here. But go ahead and pick up where you left off, Jeff. Yeah. Well, you know, God said, the verb is in the perfect tense, which makes it very decisive. And so God says, in spite of the sins of the past, in spite of what you have done in the past, in spite of what your forefathers did, I have provided. I've really made you holy, which is the only way anybody is holy. We have no righteousness of our own. The prophet Isaiah said all of our righteousnesses are as filthy rags. Um, but, but God gives us a holiness that we couldn't possibly have, holy in, in his eyes. That's what God said to Jeremiah. I've really made you holy. And while you feel that you've been short-circuited in life and short-changed, he said, I've gifted you. Natati, I've given you. Again, the verb is in the, the, the perfect tense. Again, very decisive. I have given you a gift to be a prophet to the nations. And if Jeremiah had just stood in his feelings of inferiority and rejection, we probably would never have heard about it. I heard it this morning, Steve mentioned, uh, that Jeremiah is actually the longest book in the Bible, has more verses, more words. Um, uh, and, and, and yet, when, when I often think, what would we have had? We would never have heard of Jeremiah before, but how all the lives and all the nations and all the families that have been transformed and changed because Jeremiah actually believed that God had a plan for him that that superseded his family past. Yeah. It takes, you know, it, 
it is a process. Jeremiah doesn't exactly, uh, he finds it kind of hard to believe. And so he says, Alas, my Elohim, Lord God, look, I don't know how to speak. I'm just a kid. I'm just a boy. But the Lord says to him, Do not say I'm only a boy. For every one, for to every one I send you, you will go. And all I command you, you will speak and do not be afraid of them. For I am with you. <laughs> That's the most important thing to know facing life. One, well, there are two things. One, we are forgiven. And, 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 and Yeshua, the blood of Yeshua HaMashiach, First John 1, the blood of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah, cleanses us from all sin. And then for God to say, as he said to Moses, as he said to Gideon, as he said to Joshua, I am with you. And Messiah came in, in, in Isaiah chapter, chapter 7. It says one of the titles, one of the descriptions of Messiah is Emmanuel, God is with us. Uh, and he still is. And he was with Jeremiah. And he called him, and and and, and this and this profound message. You know, before I formed you in the womb, Yedatiha, I knew you. Before I before I brought you forth, Hikdash Ticha, I sanctified you. And Natati, I've gifted you. I've given you a gift, free life. First of all, salvation in, in the Messiah, and two. Uh, a, a Holy Spirit sustained life from then on out. Jeff, um, the the Passover Seder, I know this is quite, it, it has become quite the event, and a lot of people, um, when we get this time of year, people have begun asking about it. It's growing in popularity, and I would love for you to take the time to tell all of our listening family about what's going on and, and how they can get tickets. Yeah, um, yeah, the, the, uh, in Exodus 12, when God gives the instructions for the Passover, he says, do this every year so you can tell the story, tell future future generations. We need to hear the telling of the story because Passover is not about just what God did in ancient times. He said, he said again and again, I'm the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. And he said, the implication is I keep doing that. Trust me follow me. And so we would love to ha- have anybody come and, and, and hear the, the, the telling of the story. Um, and, you know, just uh, they need to get their, their payments in by the 24th of March. It's going to be April the 8th at Rich Charles in Carmel, 12156 North, Mer- North Meridian Street. Uh, if I got that right, I want a bullseye from Steve. Um, and and uh, <laughs> And and, uh, uh, and and it would just be a great time. We'll start at 6.15. Seating starts at 5.30. They give you a great buffet there. Um, it, sadly, it includes the horseradish. But we'll talk about that some other time. <laughs> it does time. include the horseradish. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but uh, you know, we just love it. You know, we have we invite people to dance a, a horror together. Uh, to me, it's a celebration of the power, the deliverance, the mercy of God is so massive, so powerful, he could, he could squash us like fleas, but he loves us. He does and love delivers us. us. And I hope that people will take this invitation and join you for the Passover meal, uh, because it is that, that retelling of the story, and it is such rich tradition, and it is a picture of God's faithfulness 
to his people. And so, uh, Rabbi Jeff, I mean, it is just a wonderful event. I can't uh, say enough about it, and I hope that people will be there to join you for the Passover Seder. Man, if you want to, yeah, if you want to find information, all you have to do is text the word Passover to 800-969-9467. Simple to do. Easy And you're peasy. good to go. Yeah. Is there is is there a Hebrew root for easy peasy? Do you do you have that? Is there? Yeah. There should be. Yeah. Let's get into the etymology of easy peasy and see if there's some Hebrew root. Actually, back there. there there is. Uh, you, you don't know it, but it's bullseye. <laughs> it's bullseye. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh my goodness! When I will be very concerned one day if they come upon an archaeological dig and they find something that says bullseye from two thousand years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the pool of Siloam somewhere. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh well, Rabbi Jeff, thank you so much for this. What rich teaching! Um, and I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you to just close us out in prayer, brother. Sure. Uh, I, I'll, I'll close with the with the, the blessing from Numbers chapter 6. Yes. Yevarechecha Adonai v'yishmorecha. Ye'er Adonai panavalecha v'yichonecha. Yisa Adonai panavalecha v'yishem lecha shalom. May the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his face upon you and grant you shalom, well-being, peace, which only comes from God. B'shem Yeshua HaMashiach, Sar Shalom, in the name of Yeshua the Messiah, the Prince of Peace. Amen. You're listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio, from the Word to Life.